Greetings and welcome to Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank, where we uncover hidden gems of understanding in the Word of God. Did you know that Paul may have entrusted a female Christian to transport his epistle to a church he had never yet visited? He asked Christians in Rome to warmly welcome her when she arrived. In the last chapter of his epistle to them, Paul commends a woman who was on her way there, who had served the brethren of Sincrea in modern Greece and him personally. This Digging Deeper discovers who this outstanding female Christian was, why Paul praised her, and the assignment he gave her. In this study, we focus on I command unto you Phoebe, our sister, which is a servant of the church which is at Sancria, that you receive her in the Lord as becometh saints, and that you assist her in whatsoever business she hath need of you, for she hath been a succorer of many, and of myself also. Romans 16, 1 and 2, King James Version throughout. This is the only mention of her in our New Testament, and nothing further is known about her. Nonetheless, what an impression she made on Paul, as we will discover. She was one of those women who labored with Paul in the gospel, Philippians 4.3, not in preaching, 1 Corinthians 14.34, but in serving. Subheading, Bearer of an Epistle. M.R. Vincent's Word Studies in the New Testament explains Phoebe's circumstance, quote, Coney Bear, in his Life and Epistles of St. Paul, assumes that Phoebe was a widow on the ground that she could not, according to Greek manners, have been mentioned as acting in the independent manner described either if her husband had been living or she had been unmarried. End of quote. Paul probably wrote his Epistle to the Romans from Corinth during his third evangelistic journey. Phoebe likely was the one who either transported Paul's epistle to the Romans or traveled with those who did. Hastings' Dictionary of the Apostolic Church explains why it was transported by a friend instead of the official postal service. Quote, The imperial post was not available for private correspondence, and such a letter could be sent only by special messenger or by a trusted friend who happened to be traveling. End of quote. Paul commends Phoebe unto the Roman brethren. Webster's 1913 Unabridged Dictionary, in its second definition, defines this word and illustrates it from Romans 16.1. Quote, To recommend as worthy of confidence or regard. To present as worthy of notice or favorable attention. End of quote. Paul provided her a letter of commendation, as explained by the NIV Cultural Backgrounds Study Bible. Quote, People of high status wrote letters of recommendation to peers on behalf of those of somewhat lower status. Often such a letter introduced the letter's bearer, praising them, showing why they merited the help requested. The bearer of a document might also be called on to explain the sense of the document, making Phoebe's qualifications important here. End of quote. At that time, supposed emissaries for Paul could turn up in a city purporting to bring word from Paul, yet deceive brethren, 2 Thessalonians 2.2. 2. 
signed letters from the apostles authenticated their true representatives. In Romans 16, Paul greets several brethren in this capital city. Henry Morris's Defender Study Bible makes this key point. Quote, Phoebe is the first of 35 personal names mentioned in this last chapter of Paul's letter to the Romans, most of whom are mentioned nowhere else in Scripture. The reason why so much apparently personal information was included in the Scriptures by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit is probably to illustrate the Spirit's concern with individuals. End, end of quote. Paul greets these brethren from his location in southern Greece today. The NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible explains how he knew them. Quote, Paul had been engaged in missionary work for 25 years when he wrote Romans. He had developed relationships with believers scattered all across the eastern Mediterranean world. End of quote. Evidently, these folks now lived in Rome. This source continues, quote, Phoebe was a prominent Christian who was planning to travel to Rome. Paul probably took the opportunity of her planned trip to entrust her with the delivery of his letter to the Roman Christians. End of quote. Subheading, who was Phoebe? The expository notes of Dr. Constable declares Paul gave special mention of several women in this chapter. Quote, Notice that the ministry of women in the Roman church is quite evident in this chapter. Paul referred to nine prominent women, Phoebe, Prisca, Mary, Tryphena, Tryphosa, Persis, Rufus' mother, Julia, and Nereus' sister. End of quote. Lang's commentary on the Old Testament and New Testament explains that Phoebe's name is, quote, derived from Phoebus, Apollo, the sun god. But there is nothing remarkable in this since the etymology may be as little recalled then as now in the case of proper names. See 2 Corinthians 5.12, end of quote. One may wonder why she retained a pagan name after her conversion. The Cambridge Bible for Schools and Colleges clarifies, quote, the early Christian converts seem to have had no scruple in retaining a pre-baptismal name, even when the name, as in this case, was that of a heathen deity. Compare Hermes. Romans 16.14, Nerus, Romans 16.15, and such derivative names as Demetrius, 3 John 1.12, end of quote. Paul first refers to Phoebe as our sister, that is, a fellow believer. Then he calls her a servant. This has aroused much scholarly discussion on just how Paul used this term so early in the history of the Church of God. The ESV Study Bible explains, quote, Scholars debate whether Phoebe is a servant in a general sense or whether she served as a deacon, that is, deaconess, since the Greek word diakonos can mean either servant, like in Romans 13, 4, 15, 8, 1 Corinthians 3, 5, 1 Timothy 4, 6, or deacon, referring to a church office, such as in Philippians 1, 1, 1 Timothy 3, 8, and verse 12, end of quote. Later, the office of deaconess became an ordained position in the church. However, it's unclear here whether Paul intended this meaning. Paul writes that Phoebe had served a church in Sencrea. The NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible reports 
that this location was, quote, a port about six miles, nine kilometers from Corinth, where Paul was apparently located as he writes this letter. Acts 20, verses 2 and 3, end of quote. M.R. Vincent's word studies in the New Testament describes Sencria further. Quote, it was a thriving town commanding a large trade with Alexandria, Antioch, Ephesus, Thessalonica, and the other cities of the Aegean. It contained temples of Venus, Asculapius, and Isis. The church there was perhaps a branch of that at Corinth. End of quote. Subheading, a patron and benefactress. In Romans 16.2, Paul asked the Roman brethren to receive Phoebe in the Lord, that is, as a fellow believer. Then he calls her a succorer, as it is in the King James, which means a benefactor or patron. The NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible defines this word as, quote, the patron, an important figure in the Greco-Roman world, who used their money and influence to support various causes. Phoebe used her worldly advantages to help many believers, including Paul himself. End of quote. The NIV Cultural Background Study Bible describes benefactors further. Quote, Wealthy benefactors helped their cities or other people who in turn owed them honor. Most benefactors were male, but a number, some estimate 10%, were women. Benefactors of religious associations often allowed the latter to meet in the benefactors' homes. Letters were normally carried by travelers. Phoebe is probably a well-to-do businesswoman traveling on business. Corinth and Rome had close trade ties. End of quote. When Paul declares in Romans 16.2 that she had been a succorer of himself also, he may have meant that she had been instrumental in his recovery from an illness as explained by Hastings' Dictionary of the Apostolic Church. Quote, Gifford conjectures that the personal reference, and of mine own self, may be to an illness in which Phoebe ministered to St. Paul at Sencria, and that his recovery was the occasion of his vow, Acts 18.18. Certainly, we may assume that she received him into her home when he visited or passed through Sencria, Compare Lydia at Philippi, Acts 16.15 and verse 40, and that she mothered him, as did the mother of Rufus, Romans 16.13. End of quote. Barclay's Daily Study Bible notes the importance of women to the early New Testament church. Quote, There can have been no time in the Christian church when the work of women was not of infinite value. It must have been especially so in the days of the early church. In the case of baptism by total immersion, as it then was, in the visitation of the sick, in the distribution of food to the poor, women must have played a big part in the life and work of the church, but they did not at that time hold any official position. End of quote. Phoebe must have been an outstanding female servant of God's church in the first century, to whom Paul likely entrusted this treasured epistle. Paul's description of her, though in only two verses, stands as a testament to his appreciation for the many women who backed him in his difficult circumstances of preaching the gospel to the ends of the earth. Acts 1.8.
This has been Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank. To learn more about the Bible and living a godly life, go to Living Education at lcgeducation.org, sponsored by The Living Church of God.